Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 236 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we conclude this week's study of Helaman Chapters 1 to 6. Uh, we are covering the final section in the manual, uh, in the Personal Scripture Study section, which is Helaman Chapter 5, Verses 14 to 52. My faith is strengthened by the faith greatness of the evidences I have received. Um... The quote by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland in the manual says this, quote, You have more faith than you think you do because of what the Book of Mormon calls the greatness of the evidences. The fruit of the living gospel is evident in the lives of Latter-day Saints everywhere. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at this experience that is depicted of Nephi and Lehi being cast into prison by the Lamanites, of whom they had converted about 8,000 uh, at this stage. Uh, and we see what happens when their captors go forth to um, to kill them, basically. Uh, in verse 23 it says, And it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi were encircled about as if by fire, even insomuch that they durst not lay their hands upon them for fear, lest they should be burned. Nevertheless, Nephi and Lehi were not burned, and they were standing in the midst of fire and were not burned. Now, to begin with, uh, I want like, as we go through these ex- experiences, I want to think how they can relate. Now, this is quite a... Um, quite a dramatic uh, experience, you know, to see two people encircled about as if by fire. Um, that's not something we see every day that we can really apply into our day-to-day lives. But Monty S. Nyman said this, quote, The encirclement as if by fire was undoubtedly the glory of God that may not always be discernible to the physical eye. The prophet Joseph Smith taught, Spirits can only be revealed in flaming fire and glory. Angels have advanced further, their light and glory being tabernacled, and hence they appear in bodily shape. Apparently angels were attending to Nephi and Lehi. Nephi and Lehi recognised the presence of God in their midst. Quote. So whilst we may not see necessarily uh, in our day-to-day lives be, us being encircled by fire and, and having heavenly beings um, administer to us, uh, we can feel this this fire, as it were, we can feel this presence of the Spirit in our lives encircling us. All we need to do is is ask for it. We need to seek for it. And I am pretty certain that we can have the, have the evidences of the Holy Spirit testifying to our hearts um, in in very much the way that it probably was for Nephi and Lehi. We won't see the fire encircling us, but we can feel the fire, the baptism of fire in our hearts as we receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, as we are invited to and we are confirmed. So I think that is something that is, is a possible evidence. The uh, the Lamanites are amazed and the walls begin to shake and then they hear a voice, uh, a voice above the clouds, um, which says, Repent ye, repent ye, and seek no more to destroy my servants whom I have sent unto you to declare good tidings. This means that this must be the Lord himself. And in verse 30 uh, it says, And it came to pass when they heard this voice, and behold, it was not a voice of thunder, neither was it a voice of great tumultuous noise, but behold, it was a still voice of perfect mildness, as if it had begun being a whisper, and it, it, it did pierce even to the very soul. Uh, we see here this voice was a voice of perfect mildness. Uh, and this is something which we can have, an, have again as an evidence in our lives. Uh, President Boyd K. Packer says this, quote, The voice of the Spirit is described in the in the Scripture as being neither loud nor harsh. The Spirit does not get our attention by shouting or shaking us with a heavy hand. Rather, it whispers. It caresses so gently that if we are preoccupied, we may not feel it at all. No wonder that the word of wisdom was revealed to us, for how could the drunkard or, or the addict feel such a voice? 
Occasionally, it will press just firmly enough for us to pay heed, but most of the time, if we do not heed the gentle feeling, the spirit will withdraw and wait until we come seeking and listening. Close quote. So we must be prepared to hear the voice of the spirit by preparing ourselves. Uh, the Lamanites clearly were in a position where they were ready to hear this voice because they were in awe of what was going on. Uh, but let's also not forget the evidence of the power of God here we see as well. Despite the mildness and the gentleness of the voice, the prison walls shook exceedingly every time that it spoke. Uh, so you can imagine what would have happened if it was a, an angry voice or a loud voice. Um, it, it doesn't bear thinking about. But uh, in Helaman chapter 5, verse 36, um, we see another evidence that we can have in our lives to help us point us in the right direction. And that is the evidence of others. So we know that these these Lamanites uh, were Nephites and Lamanites are by descent. And one of them, who was a Nephite by birth, who once belonged to the church of God, looks into the cloud of darkness and sees Nephi and Lehi. He sees the evidence of their example. In verse 36, it says, And it came to pass that he turned him about, and behold, he saw through the cloud of darkness the faces of Nephi and Lehi, and behold, they did shine exceedingly, even as the faces of angels. And he beheld that they that they did lift their eyes to heaven, and they were in the attitude as if talking or lifting their voices to some being whom they beheld. So we see that one of the evidences we can have in our lives is the evidence of evidences of others. Susan B. Tanner said this, quote, Each of you has light. As I look into your faces here tonight, and, and as I remember your faces that I have seen as I have travelled throughout the world, I can I see light glowing in your countenances, even as the faces of angels. In a world overshadowed with the darkness of sin, the faces of Nephi and Lehi, Helaman's sons, did shine exceedingly. Those surrounding them wanted that same light and inquired, what shall we do that this cloud of darkness may be removed from us, from overshadowing us? They were taught to repent and have faith in Jesus Christ. As they did this, the cloud of darkness dispersed and they were encircled with light, a pillar of fire and filled with unspeakable joy from the Holy, from the Holy Spirit. As you share your light, others will find greater light too. Is there anyone who needs your light as much as your families? I see you, remarkable young women, with your glowing countenances as the strength of the present and hope of the future in your homes and in the church. Close quote. Obviously, there was, this was addressed to a young women's uh, gathering, but this can apply to all of us. The evidence we see from others can have a great impact. And so hopefully we can be the evidences for others in their lives, even if they don't necessarily start, you know, building faith in Christ and join the church, even if it helps people to change in some small way. Um, that is a wonderful thing that we can do. Uh, so they do this. Uh, Aminadab uh, invites the Lamanites to, uh, to repent and cry unto the, unto the Father or unto the Lord so that they can be forgiven. And they do this. And in verse 33, they cast their eyes about and see the cloud of darkness was dispersed. Uh, and again, that is another wonderful evidence. Imagine being able to have this experience. Now, of course, I, again, we will probably not have a physical experience like this, but I'm certain that we can easily apply this to us in a spiritual sense. How often do we call out uh, when we feel that we are in darkness? How often do we feel that we are alone and in need of um, support and, and help and salvation? And then how many times have we felt the redeeming love of our Saviour, whether it's through an experience or through the Spirit or through words that we have heard from, from a, t a testimony, um, we, am, I'm sure, can think of a, few, of a handful of those experiences, at least in our lives. Uh, and this is, this is one of those evidences uh, that we need to remember. 
Finally, I want to talk about what happens next because they then um, hear this wonderful voice again. Uh, and, and then they, in verse 48, are visited by angels. They are ministered to by angels. Uh, and this is one which is a very um, personal and sacred one. But we can have evidences of help from beyond the veil. Uh, Joseph F. Smith said this, quote, When messengers are sent to minister to the inhabitants of this earth, they are not strangers, but from the ranks of our kindred, friends and fellow beings and fellow servants. The ancient prophets who died were those who came to visit their fellow creatures upon the earth. In like manner, our fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters and friends who have passed away from this earth, having been faithful and worthy to enjoy these rights and privileges, may have a mission given them to visit their relatives and friends upon the earth again, bringing from the divine presence messages of love, of warning, of reproof and instruction to those... Those... Uh, I've lost my place now. <laughs> oh, to those whom they learn to love in the flesh, close quote. Uh, and this is, again, a wonderful message uh, about how... I mean, you know, I think these can be very sacred moments and very personal moments. Uh, but there are moments where we can feel the presence of others who have gone beyond the veil of those that we love, particularly perhaps in the temple of the Lord. And so going to the temple is a place where we need to feel of those evidences and, you know, provide life-saving ordinances for those who have gone beyond the veil so that they can be part of that innumerable ar that army that could be called upon to support us in our lives. In verse 50, um, it says, And it came to pass they did go forth and administer unto the people, declaring throughout the regions round about all the things which they had seen and heard, insomuch that the more part of the Lamanites were convinced of them because of the greatness of the evidences which they had received. So these people go forward and teach. Um, 300 people had seen and heard these things. Um, and they went forth uh, and they testified. And the more part of the Lamanites, the majority of the Lamanites were converted which is a huge uh, event. Um, and this is, again, a grand uh, witness. But President Henry B. Arian reminded us of something that we should do when we have these evidences in our lives on a, on a spiritual of a spiritual nature to help us in our future lives. Uh, he said, quote, I wrote down a few lines every day for years. I never missed a day. Before I would write, I would ponder this question. Have I seen the hand of God reaching out to touch us or our children or our family today? As I kept at it, something began to happen. I would see the evidence of what God has done for one of us that I had not recognised in the busy moments of the day. As that happened, and it happened often, I realised that trying to remember had allowed God that trying to remember had allowed God to show me what he had done, close quote. This is a great blessing and something that we should try and do, to see the evidences in our personal lives um, and uh, in the lives of our families so that we can record them and share them as testimonies for future generations and other people so that they can receive the witness and evidence of things uh, and the great change that it can bring into their lives. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study session today and indeed this week. Please do share what you've been studying on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.